The year is 2020. <clears throat> Vision is way blurry. Fucked up. I, I ain't never been able to see. It's 2020. Out of the casket come two fucking studs. Let me add, like, sexy studs. Yo, we back. We looking better than ever. It's fucking episode whatever. Go fuck yourself. And I am so excited Thank you for listening in to this new year, new fucking casket. Fucking, it's maple or cherry, and we're laying in fucking Tempur-Pedic as some dead-ass motherfuckers, all right? Tempur-Pedic. Bury me in Tempur-Pedic. Straight up. Bury me in a purple mattress. Yo, welcome back, man. Welcome Um, fucking back. You know, it's been a while, but we've been kind of putting it off a little bit. We, uh, we're starting... Casket call as a new. This is a new venture. We have a new vision for everything. So we've been holding back a little bit, and we now are ready to embrace everything that's happening with Casket Call. We got a lot of new plans with Corrupt and everything that we're doing. And our first mission right now is to get our first Casket Call out to you guys now. At the first week of the year, too, which is an accomplishment. Yeah, that's pretty good. 2020 year of execution. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm calling it. Because I need to be, I need to do better. 2020 is truly, truly cracked. Cracked and executed. I just got to be, be, I got to be better at executing. How was your guys' new year? Was it good? Did I you guys enjoy everything? I known from growing up and having so many new years. That it usually doesn't go as planned. New Year's, you always have something. You're like, what do you do in New Year's? Um, and then you're like, oh, we're going to do this, do that, do this. And we're going to go here. And midnight always comes so fucking fast. You know, midnight pops up quick as fuck. Uh-huh. Because it's like 10 o'clock and you're like, oh, shit, we should get going. We should start doing something, blah, blah, blah. Then it's 11, and you're like, shit, we're not even at the spot we're supposed to be. And by 11.30, your girlfriend's pissed because you guys aren't at the right place. And then 11.45 comes by, and you're like, all you know is that you had to be by her side by 12 o'clock or fucking shit hits the fan. Whole year fucking thrown out the window. And then... All right, let's go side note real quick. I remember one time we were I was dating this other girl besides my wonderful girlfriend right now. And it's 11.45, we're driving through an arbor, me and my girl are in different cars. And she's calling me, she's like, where are we going, where are we going, what's going on, what's going on? And it's 11.45, I'm like, I don't know, we're passing by like B-dubs and shit, by that fucking spiral, uh, um, yeah, yeah, that B-dubs right there. And we park in that church right there and shit, and I want to say that that's where we f- spent the new year coming down at i don't even remember that's a whole thing's a blur to me but i remember that i was like i was like that can never happen again because of the rage i felt from everybody and so now i don't ever plan new years and this year that just happened it worked out great because i was like i'm going to this club that nick was djing at and uh it just worked. There was no TV on the screen or anything. There was no big, like, ball drop shit. It was basically Nick being like, all right, cool, we got 30 seconds. 
And no one could have gave a fuck less if it was fucking five minutes past or fucking whatever. It could have been fucking one in the morning. It could have been one in the morning. Everybody's so fucked up and happy that it doesn't matter. And then we were like, oh, it's midnight. And me and my girl up in the DJ booth and shit. So I grabbed her and kissed her and shit. And it worked out. It It was fucking perfect. So shout out to having a perfect new year. Hope you guys had a perfect new year. How'd your new year go? I played Euchre and Mario Kart and chilled. No shit. I mean... That's what I... That's great as well. Where were you at? Here. Here? At the crib. Just you and Chris? No, Logan and all everybody... Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't invited. You were... You're always that's fucking... Right. I wasn't you invited. You came... This, it ain't your style, bro. I was not invited. Oh, I would've came fucking... You would not have fucking came, bro. No, okay. So, we were at the whole thing, right? And... It was at some point, it was so packed, I went out to Tay, and I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. She goes, what do you mean? I was like, I'm, I'm done. Like, I can't handle this. It was so much going on. It was, it was just, it was just too much, dude. Like, <laughs> this mic is, it's kind of like, I feel like I'm cross-eyed right now. It's so, it's right in my face. But, yeah, I can't do this extreme fucking club party and shit i was like i have to get the fuck out of here and then everybody i was like why do you want to leave why do you want to leave we're having so much fun we're having so much fun and everybody decides that their main mission is to keep me to stay so now i'm feeling pressured that i have to stay and i'm like fuck okay and i went outside to smoke and then i went out to the front to smoke but when i went out both ways people were like yeah i'll come with you i'll come with you when it's like damn we're just trying to dip damn I'm fuck- no it's, it was like i just need to fucking go and smoke a cigarette dude like fucking right then i finally was like i skirted away from everybody went outside and smoked a cigarette by myself and then talked to some strangers and stuff and was like this is kind of what i needed i needed a quick reset and just be away from everybody i know because when you seem to be when you're the main person and if people think you have a problem, if something's wrong. Everybody wants to figure out what is wrong. They're like, fucking sucker fish. <laughs> Let me see what's wrong. Let's fix it. Dude, What really what you need to do, leave me be. For two seconds. Let me be, dude. It's true. I think that's just like natural, like fucked up attitude though. Like, yeah. you're all fucked up and like. Everybody's so fucked up. Like dude. you think someone's having a bad time. It's like, oh my God, how can they be having a bad time? I'm having a great time. I'm gonna. You gotta have a great time with me. <laughs> it's like, dude, go do another bump and fucking take another shot and fuck. Go have your fun, and let me fucking rejuvenate. Basically, you know, I gotta find my health pack. Find your fucking health pack and regen time. I'll be fine. You know, find that airdrop. Fucking what is it? It ain't drugs, but fucking that's all cool. And it was great. And we got back and. uh it was tight. Yeah, it was super tight. And Mine was tight. I hate start. I hate... I think, like, ever since the party at that rich kid's house with a mini ramp, with a death ramp... Was that New Year's? Yeah, I think that was the last New Year's that I got, like, really, really fucked up at. That was super dope. That was tight. But I hate starting a New Year, like, really hungover and, like, fucked up. Well, speaking of that, January 1st doesn't count. All right, everybody needs to recognize that. 
you know, you, you set these these goals and everything for yourself. And you go out New Year's and you have a time of your life. You wake up that next day. Don't worry. That date doesn't count. All right? What I text you? I text you. Oh, some, you did text me, yeah. I was this, like, hey, yo. It doesn't count. <laughs> and then I was like, yo, I feel like a bag of shit stuffed in a cancer patient's asshole. And that's exactly what I felt like. Like, I felt like I was just shit. Dead. And then I was stuffed inside of something else that is dying as well. Like, it was just no good. But that was, um, <clears throat> me and Tate, we, uh, we did some Molly when we got back to the hotel. So this is a funny story as well. Like when you got back, like after everything? After everything. Because we left around like 1 o'clock. And, uh, I, was in bed. I, I, was, I think I was in bed. Well, Taylor knew I had Molly. And she was like, we're going to save it for another day. I was like, okay, whatever. We'll save it for another day. And we get back to the hotel. And I'm in like this weird mood, anxiety. Everything's just all fucked up. And... I grab the Molly from the, the one of the counters and I go into the bathroom type thing in the hotel. I'm like, I'm going to just take a little bit of it just to kind of perk myself up. So I'm opening up the cap, about to take some. And she goes, you know, I can see you. And I look and in the mirror, opposite like outside of me, the bathroom door, she's like, oh, on the, she's like in the kitchen. Like about. she can see the reflection of me in a way that I didn't know. And I'm just oh, looking geez. like, like, yeah, I knew that. What the fuck? Yeah, it's all you good. You got to come get some? Yeah, and I came back and we. she was like kind of pissed. And I was like, well, it's just, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want it to be like this big deal, blah, blah, blah. And then it started to hit me and I started feeling, I was like, babe, take some. Take some. She goes, I don't know if I want to take any. It's like, no, take some. And she took a little bit and then the night was, me and her kept talking and blah, blah, blah. And then it really hit me and I, I'm like, I'm, just kind of sitting on the edge of the bed and I kind of like just you know lean back a little bit and it's really hitting me and I'm like babe you gotta take more she goes I don't want to know if I want to take it no I was like no you really need to take more now because you need to feel like how I feel and she we took the rest of it and it hit both of us I mean you want to talk about two fucking two snakes tied tangled up in between each other naked just fucking on molly that's what we were, we were it was like fucking it was it was like you just want that was it it was these sensations of exactly what molly was supposed to do to you it was you know complete mdma ecstasy just feeling and I, we were like this is great and by fucking like 6 a.m we we're like all right we should probably go to bed she passed out like that after this night of fucking fucking night of passion we're gonna call it like that <laughs> night of fucking passion night of passion and she passed out immediately and I just laid there and watched movies on my phone and was like this fucking suck and then her alarm went off and I was like oh, I guess it's time to get up I thought I maybe slept for an hour I didn't sleep for shit and drove home fucking hey dude that was great so shout out to Molly so Jan January 1st doesn't count if you have a night like that. You, you can't have it count, dude. There's no way. You, you're so... You got your mind on goals and everything else that's going on, but also your serotonin and everything is so depleted that you can't even start the new year right. And then I also had a week off. 
So really, this whole week has not counted at all. Took this week off of work. And I remember telling everybody and, like, hyping it up, being like, yo, I'm going to take this week off of work. And uh, super excited about it. Some people were like, good for you. Just relax. Other people, this is what they said. They go, yeah, uh, first couple days, you're going to be great. Then you're going to get bored. You're going to get stir-crazy, blah, blah, blah. You're not going to know what to do. Let me tell you the fuck what. Yesterday, sitting on my couch again for the multiple days repeated, I did not get bored with not leaving my house. I could have done it for another week or two weeks of just sitting there doing nothing, watching fucking whatever on my phone with my dog. None of that fucking boredness, dude. I did not want to leave my house. I left my house today and was like, I don't want to do anything today. I didn't want to fucking leave today. It took me at least 20 minutes of being on the way to this area, being like, all right, finally, finally, I'm in the group. But I really was just homebody, man. And I loved it. I loved just being at my house. Fucking, it was amazing. That's what I I fuck with, like, taking any time off. That's the cool thing about being a roofer is, like, because, like, you know you're about to get a day off when it's going to rain or snow it crazy. Right. Because then you're like, cool, like, I can work on shit that's not work. Like, shit that I was going to do. I think you want to have this mic up a little bit closer to you. Maybe, maybe come closer to daddy. There you come go. closer. Hi, dad. Dad? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all the shit you were going to do after work, like, you don't, like, dread it, but you're like, fuck, dude. Like, I, you know you're about to be up to, like, mad late, like, doing shit. And now you have just the morning to do it right and then it's not it doesn't feel like a waste because when i get off work it's hard for me to like sit down and design or like sit down and like wear the machine or like create because i feel like dude like fuck you got this one yeah you want to chill you got other shit on your head you gotta go you gotta be ready for work tomorrow you're like okay well shit it's fucking eight o'clock i gotta make sure i'm in bed by 11 or 12 or whatever it's for you to wake up you know i get home a little bit later but i still i'm like fuck i want to chill i gotta hang out with my dog my girl i gotta make me make some food fucking sit sit down and then if i smoke some weed fucking out it's a hard it's a hard balance it is like a really hard balance it's a fucking hard balance but it, it works kind of barely i need to be better at it barely works i always because i always feel like i need to work harder like i always feel like there's i'm not doing enough but did you watch have you watched the kevin hart don't fuck this up maybe it's a new special it's a new like no. he's got this new shit <clears throat> so kevin hart makes me want to work harder but then also i'm starting to realize i'm not that you're not going to work as hard as kevin hart I'm not, and or the Rock. I'm not that type of. Go crazy. We're not those type of people. Like, we want to work as much as we can, but some things we're just not wired that way. And even though you want to be wired that way, we're just we have other things that we want to do in enjoyment. But the top, if you can get paid for the things that you enjoy, then it makes more sense. Well, I think that like. Because, like, work, to me, like, even if I'm, like, sitting and designing or, like, making beats and stuff, like, that's work. 
like learning yeah learning is work i consider that work but there's they just they have a different level of shit and i like to sit on my fucking ass and do nothing see i don't i just ever i, I love to just sit and i get like a 15 like maybe like shit. a 15 20 minute but you YouTube. play video games yeah and you're telling me that playing video games is working i don't really see it as like just sitting on your ass though you kind of kind of yeah I mean, like, I can't just, like, sit there and just, like, consume content. Like, that just, that just seems crazy. Like, I would much, I can't just, I could not, I have a hard time, like, sitting out there and, like, just watching a movie. And, like, Chrissy even knows that. Because I would just much rather just be, like, doing something. I love doing that shit. But. I can't even, like, it's hard for me just to, like, sit still for, like, hours on end. Cause like I have to like even it's just just like getting up or like doing something. I feel that because that's how I used to be really a lot, and I think I'm not because you use your mind when you work as well, you know, on the roof and shit. But I, the way that my mind works when I'm cutting hair and shit, I'm always trying to make this blank canvas another work of art or something, and it's all to myself. So. I feel like that's, I'm always on, my mind's always on go to make that piece of art and make it right. And then when I get home, I don't want to worry about that. But then I want to do music or something as well. And then that starts a whole nother fucking path of where do I go from here? And I want to create that. Or if I'm cooking and I want to cook something, but when I cook something, I just don't want to make something out of the box. I want to make it out of everything from scratch. I'm always going that full 100%, 110% to make something so extravagant because I don't want to do something barely. You know, that's, that is what I think is what, like, that separates draining. That's what separates me from most people is I don't want to do something half-ass. I want it to be completely mine. So in that, when, so people listening to this podcast, you know, I, I will talk a lot of shit and I'll say a lot of things, but right now I'm going to talk about a couple goals and a couple ideas that I want to do for Corrupt. I, uh, I have this really cool idea. For one, I want to make... A cooking show. I don't know what kind of cooking show yet uh, because everything is really being done online already. But fuck it, I'll do my own. Everything's saturated. And on top of that, my entire life, I was a picky eater. So True. I didn't try a lot of food my entire life. Uh, I would. I. I think it would be really dope to make a a segment on my channel i want to call it picky ish all right don't and i want it to open with that kind of intro of my entire life like i didn't try pickles until i was like 25 26 i remember the first time i tried a pickle it was on a sandwich on a plane when we were going to arizona me and taylor i was like this is fucking delicious this fucking sandwich oh my god then i got really into pickles and shit now when you go from like not having chicken tenders and fries all the time to like actually liking food and enjoying it is so fire. <laughs> and so I think it would be really cool to make a show called Pickyish and to film me trying 
weird cuisines, weird food, things that people would not normally eat and try to find them in Michigan or when I go anywhere else or maybe even cook them, like go to the Asian market. You know, they got turtles and shit you can fucking buy there. Or like, you know, I've tried, I've had squid, but maybe cook it myself and fucking try to, because I will eat. I'll eat, I'll try anything for sure. Hands down. It doesn't matter. I'm open to that, but it's not right in my face. So I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to order a fucking random turkey burger on a menu from a restaurant I've never been to because that's not me being picky. I just know I want a burger, a regular burger or something like that. Or I want to try their hot wings. Yeah. But I want to, you know, escargo or fucking um, uh, um, the, like bowl, bowl oil. So mountain bowl, oysters, bowl, bowl, mountain oysters are fucking bull testicles. I would totally fucking try those bitches, or even fucking uh, you know they drink they uh, coagulated by uh, pig blood and fucking all that shit like pickyish, pickyish. Just trying shit. Just trying shit. You That's know? what I opened up a lot, but there's still the two things that I don't fuck with is like raw onion and yellow mustard. That's like the only thing. Love both of those. That's the only thing. I don't know what it is. Like, sautéed onions. Fire. I fucking... I can eat those. Onion rings. It's yeah. something about raw onions. It's just fucking... It's a strong, strong taste. I don't... Uh, I don't like cauliflower. Uh, and, cauliflower uh, is ass, and anybody who says that it takes the flavor of what it's cooked in is a fucking liar. Yo, it smells like farts. It's fucking gross. It smells man. like farts, dude. It, and it's gross. It Cauliflower is fucking gross. Um... I won't hit on olives. Like, black olives, never tried them. Always said I don't like them. That's something I'll say for the show. And olives. I've never had an olive in my entire life. Like, just like green normal olives? Regular olives. I've had a never. black olive in, like, salads and shit. And never had one. Mind it. Like, super salty, I think. Uh, there's a bunch of shit. But I know I don't like cauliflower, and I know I don't like, um... What is it? Uh, it's just like... I'm sure I could think of it if I took a second but i like most shit that i try or i give it a chance so yeah cooking crop cooking shows i would like to make that would be tight. uh definitely in my kitchen because i'm redoing my kitchen again to make it so it's film worthy uh you need a camera yeah well i got that camera that g said i could use and <laughs> uh we just need a corrupt youtube channel so well i don't think there is one well, what I plan on doing is taking my Canvas channel and turning it into exactly what I've always wanted to wanted it to be. I'm watching all these YouTubers and shit. They and, do one thing, and there is no reason. Like I feel like if you if I had an intro, like, what's up, guys? My name's Canvas, and my life includes. Rapping, cooking, barbering, skateboarding, and really doing whatever the fuck I want. And I want to in include you guys into my life. Come on and check it out. And, you know, who knows what it is. Maybe I'll review some foods. Maybe I'll do a haircut. Maybe we'll do a podcast. Maybe we'll do a music video today. Who knows? But I hope you guys enjoy it. There's no way that that's not something that people are going to not they're going to want to watch that because there is so much content that I can provide 
from skateboarding, cooking, barbering, music, to talking, comedy, you know, jokes, fucking anything. And all these motherfuckers do is fucking fill a pool up with fucking jello or fucking those those little, what are they called? The, oh, that Mr. Beast video? Uh, not even that, but like there's a bunch of shit like Mr. that. Mr. Beast did his whole bag. Shout out right? to Mr. Beast, you're amazing. You do, you deserve time, person of the year. But. Facts. Uh, but like all these like facts. random fucking YouTube uh, things. You you just rip off of other people and you you don't have any content that's really just you. And what I want to provide is who I am to let people know that if you're fucking weird, dude, and you like off the wall shit, you can do it and just find content in that way. And I got a lot of ideas. It's just we haven't done them yet. So Crop twenty twenty really should. I really hope is a new milestone with me getting this new computer and you know trying. I have my own office now, which I have never had, and that's a big deal. Like you've known me for fucking so long, and I've said that I've wanted to have some, but I, I've never had a computer. You know, I've never had that space, yeah. and. Now we can get all these. You get to fucking, like learn how to create. Now, yeah. It'll be like now. My thoughts are going straight to fucking the tube, dog. You're gonna be like, wow, this shit's like way hard. It's way hard, <laughs> but it's also I don't want to stress about content. I just want to put shit out because you guys, as a podcast listeners, and us as a podcast makers, and you guys when you're listening you're like we don't really give a fuck what you guys do just put shit out and we want to make the best content but if you don't give a fuck and we want to put the best content out let's just put out who we are as a as people and it will it will seem like our lives are super insane and out of fucking out of this world but we're really boring and really ordinary but we we just we do a lot of shit we have a lot of uh interest you know so we want to show everybody that all these interests that you have they have opportunities that you can make and that's what i want to do i want to show that we can take everything that we know put it out to the internet because what the fuck have we been doing our entire lives if we can't show anybody when we literally, literally can show everybody. And we've been working our entire lives to fucking be able to show everybody. Literally. So, that's it right there, man. Krupp needs to be... 2020. 2020 fucking out there and showing everybody what we can do. We do a lot of fucking crazy shit. And I'll do even more crazy shit on film. For I think we're just, we gotta be... We gotta quit being so hard on ourselves. Which I... I've stopped. I'm not hard on myself with that. Dude, I haven't, dude. So, what, yeah, you're going to see, you'd be like, Lewis is just putting out shit. Lewis is literally sitting in his room fucking. Well, it, it's harder. Well, it's not like harder, but like, so like, even like the new hoodies. So, like, I sold. Well, Wednesday hit me up and it was like, yo, this is like insane. And she bought one, like, even before I announced that they were live. Put they were live, you know, ran my. 
Instagram ad, whatever you Instagram ad is whatever. You literally. ran an Instagram ad? I always run Instagram ads, bro. They're I cheap never, as fuck. I never got any. On your feed? Yeah. A lot of them go to like California and Texas and stuff. I don't know if That's the right. analytics are fucked up, but they get like mad reach. It's got like 200 likes on it, I think. That's dope. But it's no sales. So I'm like, dude, is is the hoodie trash? No. Is the ad trash? What? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, am I bad at like promoting? Is there just needs to be some more content to it of why we used to buy what we have, I think. And... That well, comes I think, into play. I think it should sell itself though. Like that's that's the thing that like you would think that, but I don't think that. Like there's, if you can buy anything from anywhere, why buy this brand right here when you don't even know what it is? Because like so, I want to be, I gotta be like, <laughs> go pee. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm gonna pee. Cowan's gonna fucking put the plug in for our new clothes. So, so I did drop new shit, and they are fire, and I'm not going to let a little, you know, little slow start to sales think they're not fire, because the shit I make is fucking fire, and <clears throat> I just want to be, you know, like Benny, or not Benny, like Rebel 8 was saying today, direct to consumer, like, I don't want to focus on stores or selling to stores to sell to the people, because then I don't get to interact with the people, so... I want to be here to interact with the people. I want to keep making dope shit because I know I have the ability to make dope shit and to sell dope shit because clothing really is like one of the things that I love more than anything, even though you... All right, if you see me out and I'm wearing Crocs and I got my shirt from Skechers on, I think that shit's fire. All right, I don't... You don't need to see me in the off-white all the time. You don't need to see me in my Jordans all the time. I might still have my jewelry on, but I think it's fire. And I think that when Lewis gets back, we're going to, you know, maybe talk about what 2020 means for fashion and what 2020 means for crop. Because we really need to just, like, boss up this year. And I need to grind. I need to execute. Because I can't just put a whole ass ad on Instagram and expect something to sell. And even on like my personal pages, like I haven't posted anything and I need to be posting more. Everybody should be posting more. Like if you, if you're happy with your career that you do and like love your job, that's fine. But like me personally, I should be posting more. I should be promoting more. Like, you should. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, you know, like I, I post like once. So should I. Every, I don't, every couple weeks and that's fucking horrific. I hate I, I don't like social media because I of a lot of reasons. Um there's a lot of things I don't like about it. But then I don't see a lot of comeback from posting out, but then again, I post a lot of maybe my clips of my songs or haircuts or something like that. And I the comeback from it is not that great. But there's things that we need to start doing that maybe we'll talk about off mic. Uh, right now, I story time. Story time. So, when was this? When did uh? This was last last Saturday. Last Saturday. It was it when? Oh. When I called you. Yeah, I do, man. So me and Michael, 
I meet up with Michael, and uh, it was me and him with his girl, and he goes, what do you want to do? I don't know. We're also, we're in the country, by the way. So we're, we're deep in the country at his dad's house, fucking, when... I, let me let me paint you a picture. His house is in the middle of nowhere on a dirt road. But Off to get to his road. house, to get to his house, there's um, a big ass fucking metal gate that you have to open to get down to the about a quarter mile driveway of fucking bumps with cameras all over it. And then you get to his house. He's got his house and he's got his big pole bar and then he's got another fucking carport and another carport and he's got about 12 cars in the fucking entire area and he's got a bunch of dogs and it's i mean this is real fucking country shit so i get there and we do whatever we're doing and then i'm like yeah let's uh we'll go drop your girl off at Wyandotte and uh figure it out from there whatever i don't care so we leave the country and up going to Wyandotte so now we're going to Wyandotte. I asked Michael, I'm like, where the fuck is Wyandotte? He said something implying that I knew where he said. He's like, it's right next to fucking here, which I didn't know where there was either. Like, I don't know where the fuck, like, I've heard of Wyandotte, but I've heard of a lot of shit. I've heard of artichokes, and I don't fucking know how those are made either. So... I'm just like, whatever, we'll just go. So we're driving, and we take all back roads to get to Wyandotte. That's a ways. Uh, so, you know, like, we're going off of Hitchingham. We pass Bessie Hoffman, and mm -hmm. we go that way. You know, we're past Sumter and mm -hmm. all that shit. Now we're going down in about a half an hour by. I'm, like, looking around, and I'm like... I feel like I'm downriver area, you know? Because you can, you can, you can feel, feel that shit, like dude. That was, it was so weird. I was like, I feel like I need a bath. Like, Jesus Christ, someone douse me with some fucking clean water or something. Ugh. You can feel it, dude. The air gets gross. Oh, God. It got Everything thick. gets gross. It got thick and heavy. Yo, shout out to Downriver, even if you're listening. Y'all motherfuckers are fucking dude. dirty, bro. Yo, that I started asking for baby place. powder. I felt I wasn't moving, but I felt like I was chafing. It's like, dude, I feel fucking dirty. That place is rowdy, bro. So, I look around and I'm like, I feel like I'm close to Allen Park, which is where our other barbershop is. I don't know why. This is what really fucked me up. Is where I don't know why. So I grabbed my phone, and I'm like, I'm going to check out where the shop is. And my first thought was, I'm going to check my phone, and I'm going to be 30 miles at least away from the barber shop. Fuck me. I fucking check it out. I'm three miles away from Allen Park's fucking GRBC. So get the fuck out of here. I was that good with my senses that I could feel the rattiness around here. Like... It, there was no Allen Park science to tailor none of that, dude. I was just, just the the roads, the roads in the intersections. You feel that you're in that area. So I was like, "Fuck, okay." So I tell Michael, "Yo, we drop your girl off, then we're gonna go to the uh, Allen Park barbershop." So like, I could call there, but fuck it, they'll be there. So then we drive over there. Nobody's there. 
<laughs> okay, fuck it. I call G. He doesn't answer. But then they own... They got the barbershop and the shop next door. They own that too. See the light on. G's dad's there. So I was like, oh shit. Talk to G's dad. Smart businessman. I can tell you... That motherfucker knows his shit. He was excited to see me. Me and him talk. Uh, introduced Michael to him. And uh, then... He says that G well G lives not too far away from there. And I was like, alright, I'm just gonna go to G's house. So then we leave there and we go to G's house, or I'm trying to look for G's house. And cause he lives in those side streets where every fucking house looks the same. Like every house looks the same. You you could be like, I know this is the road, but it won't you won't ever know unless you know that unless your homie's got a fucking low rider fucking lifted on three wheels and you're like, That's his house. Why? Because look at the sixty four with the three wheels and the baby's crying in the front because they forgot it. That's why you're gonna know. But other than that, they all they're all the same. They all look the same. So then he calls me I mean that he calls me back and I was like he goes, Blue, what's good? Saying, fuck, I'm in Allen Park. He goes, why the fuck? I was like, don't worry about it. What's good? He goes, shit. I was like, I'm going to come over. He goes, dope. It's Pat's birthday. Come over. Pat's another one of our barbers. And I was like, oh, shit. I know shit's about to go down. Because if it's somebody's birthday in that area, in that shop, they go out to the fucking, the club that, um, and I knew this. So I knew that once it was his birthday, they're going to end up at the strip club that one of our clients owns a bunch of strip clubs. And he always wants us to come out to him. So I told Michael, get ready. Shit's about to go down. He goes, what do you mean? I said, it's Pat's birthday. You don't need to know Pat. You just need to know that fucking Brian owns the strip clubs. And we're about to go down. He goes, okay, fuck it, I don't even care, how, whatever. I was like, all right. So we get to G's house. He goes, yeah, we got like three hours until fucking we're going to go. Time flies by. And now we're in the Uber. Bunch of shit happened. I got already fucked up. We're, I'm already fucking lit because I've been getting lit all day. And now we're in another Uber. We're at the strip club. Shout out to this strip club because, you know, you usually go to strip clubs and you see, like, one dime, two dime, whatever, blah, blah. Every girl here was fucking just, like, Instagram model fucking presenting herself, trying to get likes on her page. It was great. And then on top of that, she was fucking spreading her pussy out and fucking with tits out. But, you know, it was, it was top... No, uh, they kept bottoms on. But when I say kept bottoms on, like, I the mean... bitches don't count. It was, it was floss. <laughs> It was floss, man. Like, it didn't matter. So, everything's going good. Fucking, I'm barely drinking. I'm just, uh, because I'm fucked up already. Michael's barely drinking, whatever. We, uh, everybody's having a great time. My, our boy, Denny boy, what's good? I'm calling you out right now. So, our boy Denny, he was having a great time. He was getting Jack and Cokes. One thing... You don't buy a bun don't buy Jack and Cokes at a strip club, okay? You're looking to get into a bad area of your life. There is no reason why you should be drinking Jack Daniels in a strip club 
unless you're ready to break down. Jankeos yeah. isn't doing anything good for you, especially in a bar full of titties. So, we're especially having, the ticket on Jack Daniels at a strip club's got to be crazy. He has me. High. He has me this. Uh, he has me Jack Daniels, and it's in like a. Um, I want to say like a cognac glass, like a snifter, and it's full. But he hands me it, and it is very light brown. With Coke. You know, when you pour Coke, it's dark brown. Mm -hmm. This bitch was very light. I was like, this bitch is already strong. I already know it's strong. I don't even need to taste it. He goes, taste it. I was like, I don't need to taste it. He goes, taste. Fuck it. I'll taste it. I was like, fuck. It's exactly what I thought it would taste like. <laughs> like it's, Jack Daniels. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Jack Daniels drink. Like, there's a there's a splash of Coke. Good for the bartender. Fucking whatever. Bad for you. And, I don't know, he probably drank two or three of them. And... Then I go and uh, I go to the bathroom. I come back and I'm walking back to the table. Danny's walking to somewhere with a dancer. And I look at him I'm like, hey, Danny, okay, hell yeah, that's cool, right? Whatever. And I'm walking like, hey, Danny's about to get a dance, that's cool. All right. He's laughing, joking, whatever. We can smoke in there, so we're smoking this shit. <sighs> fucking 10 minutes later, not even. All we see is fucking. Denny getting walked out by the biggest black dude fucking in the building. And he's walking past us. And I'm like, Denny, what, what's going on? And he just looks at me, sad face. Sad, just sad face. And I see him walk by, and he's he's by the entrance. Now he's talking to the owner, Brian, that we know. And Brian's saying, like, everything's cool, everything's cool, blah, 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 whatever he's saying. And then they walk back and forth, back and forth. Come to find out, this bitch gave him a dance, and she, and he handed her $30. We are in a high-class strip club. You cannot hand any stripper $30 who gives you a dance in a private room. That's. I don't even think you can do that at the VU. I don't think you can do that anywhere. He handed her $30 and was like, this what I got. That's what I got. And she probably went out and fucking found Marcel and was like, hey, yo, pull this motherfucker out. Grabbed him up. And um, they're walking back and forth and shit. And then he comes back and sits down. He's like, what's going on? What's going on? Sad face still. Very like cry, like, like fucking, uh, like um like English bulldog look like fuck just kind of like he can't get it off of his face and I'm like what's going on he just shakes his head mm, mm, no mm, no and I'm, okay whatever and then Pat with his birthday was talking to him and then he finally was like I don't want to fucking talk to you I don't want to talk to you whatever whatever he tells me about the thirty dollar thing I was like that's fucked okay and now thirty dollars. <sighs> It's like $30, dude. I Fuck. asked Christopher to dance at the JCPenney fucking you changing fucking room, and I gave her at least 50 At least 50 dude. <laughs> you're at, least, at least, dude. I mean, you're at least getting chicken parm. We go to Olive Garden You can't even that. fucking make a noise there. <laughs> Shit, in that room, you can be like, hey, hey, hey. Shit, hey, oh, yeah, shit. New year, new me. <laughs> Not new year yet, though. It's okay. So, now, they're all... And that's all that went going down. Then something happens, and he comes back, and he comes up to me. And you got twenty bucks. <laughs> no, okay. So I'm trying to think of how to like censor this a little bit. It, he comes up to me. He goes, "Lou, Louis, can you give me some, just for like a little bit, please?" It's like, no, dude. Like, no, 
We're about to leave. I already said I was going to leave. This is another time I was like, I'm about to leave, and then I came back. And like, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to, no, I'm not going to hook you up. I can't. He goes, come on, please, please. No, now you're pissing me off. Louis, please. <laughs> please, just a little. Please, man. No, please. I lost my fucking phone. Dude, I lost my phone. <laughs> What the fuck? It's no, in the room, uh, idiot. Go fucking get it. That, go fucking find your phone. I don't know. She's like, she she stole my phone. Dude, she oh, makes man. fucking 1500 bucks a night. She could give a fuck about your iPhone 7. Like, it's you're good. Can you just give me some, please? Okay, now you're pissing me off, man. Like, now, and I look at Pat, and we're in, like, the round booth thing, and I look at Pat, and he goes, oh, I don't fucking saying shit. Because uh, he's already fed up. He already yelled at him. Now I gotta yell at him. Now I get up. I'm getting up. And he goes, please, man. It's like, daddy boy. No, fuck you. Done. I'm done. I'm about to hit you. I'm fucking done. I got pissed off. I walk outside of the club. I already, fuck, I could tell you this. I already know the bouncer in the front and the fucking lady in the front because they know me because the ATM that I was like, I got to hit an ATM. And in the back of the strip club, the ATM costs $20 to get any cash out. So when I found that out, I said, fuck that. I'm walking down the street. I'm on 8 Mile. I ended up walking about a mile and a half down the street to a liquor store, but it was 2 bucks. So, I mean, can't. And so they knew me. Worth and, the walk. Yeah. I come back and they're like, you save money? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I save some money. They're like, bet. But they knew me for one because of my attire was way fucked up i wasn't allowed in there but brian was like yo he's cool and then that shit too and i just talked to him so i walk out and i was like this dude's pissing me off i gotta chill out here i was like you know what actually i'm gonna just go outside and then i go outside these two dudes are arguing in the front as well and i kind of get into it a little bit because they're just like homeboy is like so what you just think you can leave me you think it's cool and homeboy and he's like i'm just not gonna pay for you to do everything i'm not gonna pay for you uber i was like dog he ain't gonna pay for you uber and dude looks at me and goes you say no your business i was like well i mean you're yelling it and fucking oh and then i told the dude that uh the other dude that was yelling uh, uh he had a beard and i was like dude got a nice beard though and he looked at me and he was like I think that dude's a homo. So, I, uh, all right, whatever. No, uh, I gotta go back inside. No, oh, no, I'm smoking my cigarette and shit. I'm still laughing. I was like, this shit's fucking hilarious, too. I'm listening to them. And uh, like, so I, something happens. I think maybe Michael walked out or he walked. We met somewhere. And I was like, Denny's pissing me off. And uh, anyway, now we're about to leave. And we're all fucking done with Denny. He takes forever to get into the Uber. We stopped three times for him to fucking throw up outside the Uber. Oh, no. I am fed up. I have a headache. I was just listening to a lot of music and fucking blah, 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 all this fucking bullshit. And I'm ready to get the fuck home. He's puking, gagging himself. And I'm in front seat. I sat in the front seat because I was like, I'll sit in the front seat of the Uber just to avoid everything else. I'm getting out of the front seat to smoke every every fucking time we get out, dude. And finally get back to the barbershop in Allen Park. And he's fucking begging me again. He's in the fucking bathroom, fucking in the barbershop. And he's, someone get Lewis, please. <laughs> hey, someone get Lewis, please. Because he also fucking spilled all his shit in his pocket. 
so all like all the good shit he spilled in his pocket so that's gone so and so he's, he's having the worst night of his life fuck it <laughs> not my problem alright don't cry to me rule number one anybody who's listening you have time of your life everything do everything and, and if you if your li- if your night turns to shit do not cry no do not fucking do whine. not cry dude do, don't start whining as soon as someone if you whine I'm I'm done, dude. Like I I lost full interest in everything that he did, and yeah. So all in all, it may sound like it was a bad night. It was super dupe, du- super duper duper dope. Like got a booth and fucking boobies and no no like strippers fucking trying to beg us for dances or anything like that like literally i sat there the entire time and i don't know if it was good or bad that no strippers were like you want to dance <laughs> but uh i was like that's cool like that's fine because i didn't want to dance like i had fun talking to the homies and just being like chilling in an environment yeah it was it was cool because i was like i ain't been to a strip club in fucking years but it was cool to music playing drinks girls titties but just kind of social environment until your fucking boy starts crying don't cry rule number one don't fucking cry see last time i went to the strip club it was the voo and ipsy which is the fucking that's the last place you want to go anyway so rule number one don't cry. Rule number two: Don't go to the Voo and Ipsy. Don't go to the Voo and Ipsy. It's a Friday night, so we just got. We it's the last week of bowling. Okay. Okay. So, so that's an exception. Hey, yeah, celebrate! Yeah. yeah, we just got paid. Yeah, let's go to the fucking. Hey, we could go Should to the trailer park, or we could go to the Voo. Either way, one of those girls is getting naked. I think we almost. I think it was like four hundred bucks we won, but uh, it's Scooter's birthday. So he, he wants to go to the strip club, so we go to the booth. It's a Friday night, so I'm like, fuck it, dude. Whatever, we'll roll out there. Dude, I've never seen a fucking worse lineup Jesus in God. my fucking life, dude. I could have probably, dude, I could have went to the hospital and fucking gathered up. Like, fucking. All right, everybody, give it up for C-section. I swear to God, Give it up bro. for C-section. So then, of course, of course, since it's all of us and we just have to be, like, fucking front and center. So we're at the fucking tip reel. And they're giving their dances, you know, Scooter's doing it. They all know it's Scooter's birthday. Okay. This yeah. one girl comes, and you know how they, they do the boobs, mm-hmm. and then they put the pussy in the face. Mm-hmm. Well, our boy Rob's sitting next to me, and, like, this girl, like puts her shit in his face and he's kind of like nah away from it and then so i'm up next <laughs> yeah, I'm up next and i'm like yo why are you turning away dog this bitch's pussy stunk so bad so fucking bad dude like so like bad. a fish dude like to the point where like i was ready to like push her off of me like literally like make a scene <sighs> in that bitch like i was so mad that's the last time that's the devil's den I, that, st- I stay away. That's the devil's den. Unless you go to some place like where you were. Or like Which was great. The good places and fucking. Which again, I don't go to strip clubs unless that situation. Like I know the owner. I got like a booth like that or something. Like it was Joe's birthday. I mean Joe's birthday. Joe's bachelor party. That was the last time I went. And then I ended up knowing the strippers there and shit. Which is also weird because. <laughs> You go to high school with these girls, and they're like, oh, my God, Lewis, hi, hi, how are you? And they hug you, and their tits are out and shit, and you're like, that's super cool, but, you know, um, yeah, 
um, you I'm, go I'm happy that your fucking school? 2.3 GPA has done you really well right here because you're... Well, they- Go out the back of the club in their fucking Mercedes. Yeah, and then yeah, but well, one of them, one of them that I knew that I known for a while, I fucking took on a couple of dates, and she told me that she was addicted to heroin, and said that I didn't see her for a year, and then I seen her there, and I was like, oh, I'm happy you're still alive. That's worst case. Yeah. Fucking scenario. Yeah. That, um. So I didn't go to strip clubs after that for a while, and then this one just reminded me: don't go with too many fucking people because one of them is gonna get too fucked up and we're all yelling at him in a fucking uber and shit and then i'm trying to con- uh, just trying to concentrate on myself and then i got the uber driver talking to me because i'm in the passenger seat and i'm just ready to be home where it's 25 minute drive and my head's pounding and it was just not dope which is, is that- rule number three for uber drivers if you drive uber we really don't fucking want to talk to you we like, don't unless, I unless we initiate conversation. He also us. had to pull over three times to have this. That's, a, that's a whole different and then, story. Uh, Pat had to give him the fucking God knows how much money because oh we also had to go back to get that dude's. F- oh, you went back for the phone. Oh, so we went. We we were like eight minutes out, and then we're like, and he goes, "Yo, if I give you twenty bucks, can we go and get this dude's fucking phone because we found it, Brian and Brian, the owner was like, "Hey, yo, you can come and get your phone, but he's not allowed back in here." And all I thought of was, I was like, I, there was so many times where I was like, I'm going to get my own Uber. Me and Michael are going to get our own Uber. And I was like, we're in the middle of fucking Detroit on 8 Mile or like side streets. Like, I'm not going to get a, my own fucking Uber right around here. And that sucked. But other than that, night was dope. Because you hate to get that fucked up. You hate to be, there's a level of like being like the fucked up guy where it's funny. And then you're like trying to pull it off like yeah then i dude i was so fucked up it was funny and everybody's like no that shit was not funny like no don't fucking do that shit that was not nobody was at at that level i miss people that got that fucked up at that level because we can't find that no more there's something that always happens because you know what happens we would get fucked up and that level would happen because there was no worries now when you get fucked up to that level where you think it's all going to be fun and shit your emotions hit you because life fucking can hit you like a brick or a shot one too many fucking johnny vegases will send you to the wall of a fucking hoover dam like it will hit you so hard that you can't have fun anymore and you won't let nobody else have fun anymore too many Johnny Vegas has hit me and Stevie in the front of Fenders, like, fucking squared up. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, what you the end fuck? up crying and you end up fighting. All right? You're not, you're not going to do funny shit no more. Right in the middle you're of the road, You're not stealing bro. fucking penguins off of someone's front lawn and being like, hey, it's fucking lawn care. I'll kill it. Fucking whatever. Uh, um, hold on. Let's, uh, let's take awesome. a pause. And um, we're... What was I still talking? I was still talking. Um, <laughs> but we still got to pause it. But uh, we're going to take a pause. I'm going to smoke a cigarette. He's going to piss. And then we got some, um, uh, we got a whole segment that I want to talk about that you got to announce to me and shit. So, uh, fire. Let's go. Back with him. Cracked. Crack. It never gets old. Oh, yeah. It's so refreshing. Mm hmm. And it's, it's truly, it's, uh, with hints of wild berry, 5% alcohol. Um, and really, really just drink what you truly deserve. You know, this is... What this do you is, really, truly deserve? This. I, are you still drinking that dirty shit? Grow up. Grow up. Drink what, you, drink what your body wants. Drink what truly. tastes good. Come on. 
tell me, tell me straight up that 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 fucking beer that you're chugging right now tastes good. Go fuck yourself. This right here, delicious. I can drink this with my fucking my fucking sunny side up eggs and bacon, or I can drink it with the steak. But or you know what? <laughs> right between fucking eating out my fucking girl and smoke break, I can take a nice fucking chug of a day old fucking truly. <laughs> I don't even care. I've never had a day old truly. I have, and not that bad. Have you ever had fucking water and ate a strawberry? Yes, I've had water and ate a strawberry. Yeah, it's basically like that. <laughs> not that bad. The only thing about beer is, like, for some reason, any anytime anybody asks you what you're drinking, if it's Bush Light and you say Bush Latte, it gets <laughs> it gets better. So like as long as somebody keeps asking you what you're drinking. Oh my god, that's cold. It'll gradually get. Have better. you watched You Betcha? The You Betcha guy, guys. The Midwest guy. Yes. Yes. He's my favorite person. That fucking shit he's is my, so fucking funny, dude. He's my favorite person. Bush. Oh my god, that's cold. It's my fucking. <laughs> uh, it's my favorite right now. We have a bushel. We finally we got, got a, a bushel. bushel. <laughs> All right. Besides that. I want to see one of those motherfuckers. I wanted to do um, this as a start, but now we're doing it an hour or so in. Um, The news, you know. Go ahead. We broke the news. We're having a baby. Who's having a baby? Colin's having a baby. Colin's and Krista. I'm pregnant. (laughs) Colin's pregnant as fuck. With the fecal baby. And Krista is having the most gorgeous baby coming. Colin, congratulations on the butt baby. But Krista is having a real baby. We're having a baby. Uh, And we wanted to save this reaction. He hasn't told me the gender yet. And we're not doing like a gender reveal thing or anything, but because people be getting hurt because y'all be doing like way too much extra, way shit. too much like fucking four wheeler burnouts with the smoke that's colors or fucking, you know, taking shots with rifles or fucking, you know, that's just corny, bro. Yeah, you know, shut up, stop doing that shit. You know what? What you do? Tell your best friend on a podcast, and that's what he's gonna do to me. <sighs> All right, you got a fifty fifty chance. Right. I don't want to guess. You don't want to guess. I just want you to tell me straight up, and uh, I I just the build up right now is super real, and I want to build it up, but like I I am completely excited for either one of them because I feel. When I tell people that my best friend is about to have a baby, you know, it's some people, people look at me like, yeah, that's what people do at these ages. But that's something that we like never really thought. You're the first of like best, best, like best friends. Like, I mean, like I, uh, the people that have had kids and everything, like, all that they what happens in with life is you get older you have kids you get a a woman and all that stuff happens and you kind of lose track of like the friends that you kept in contact with and shit but the thing that's different about this one is 
we're not losing contact. The only thing no. that's different is that you're about to have like a a, a fucking child, which means. I, just, I don't give I a fuck get, if it's... I get to pull up with my little child's carrier and, like, a baby holds... Whole baby strapped to me like a fucking... Jack I, <laughs> I... am not blood, but I am Uncle Lou. Like, that's... That's where I... No, you're, I you're pretty much blood, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you, you cannot... You can't really fucking put it on a different point of, like, I'm... Close as blood now. So... Uh, I'm this uncle point, uncle point, that's a new adjective, I guess, now. Uncle point. And, uh, you're about to tell me the gender, and the reaction is, either way, it's going to be super dope. Um, I, you know, and you can tell right now I that can tell th- you're nervous. this is real. I can and tell you everybody nervous. listening that this is super real. So, go ahead and just give it to me how you want. It's middle name. So no, 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 no. So, it was, oh, it, the, uh, the, name, the name itself was going to be Finley, okay. whether it was boy or girl. Okay. But the middle name is going to be... Just, to just, tell me, just tell me boy or girl. What is you, it? You want boy or girl? Yeah. It's a boy. Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! But people, people the whole time were like, like, what do you want? To oh, like, what would, like, what would you rather have? And it was like, either. Oh I shit, get dude! Holy fuck! Oh my god! That's scary. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's. Fuck, we're having a boy. <laughs> I don't know if it's scarier to have a boy or a girl because. Oh my I, god! I, I was the worst, ever. Oh, you're you're the worst. So a mini a mini me sounds terrible. Oh my god, that's so fucking dope. Oh shit, dude, it's so fucking crazy. <laughs> Oh, baby boy! Oh my God, that's baby, so dope. Baby Finney. <sighs> Holy shit! It's gonna be that, nuts, bro. Oh my God! We're, yeah, I I just want to say we're having a boy. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a. <laughs> oh shit! It's, dude. A, it's a boy. It's a boy, man. Holy shit! Shout out to all the males, because I don't know what my reaction would have been if it was a girl, but that is fucking awesome. Oh, shit. We're about to fucking raise a baby boy. You are, but like, I mean, like, there's, there, I'm, uh, I'm there, and that, uh, congrats, dude. Because you get, like, I get, like, super pumped to, like... Put it in like Thrasher Flame tees and skate highs and Jordans and just vibe. exactly everything. I'm gonna cut his hair. Yeah, it's gonna be like tight. holy shit. Oh, you're having a fucking boy, dude. And then it's gonna be like 
Dad, oh. Dad, I'm sick of wearing all this fucking shit. Yeah, and you put him in a onesie and tell him to fucking suck it up. Be like, oh, all right, you don't like what I'm putting you in? Fucking here's a onesie. I'm going to cricket some fucking corrupt onesies. Oh, shit, dude. It's just going to go so hard. <sighs> Fuck, you're having newest, a baby and it's a baby boy. Finley? Finley. Finley Allison. Oh, yeah, you got to keep that. Oh boy, man. holy shit. It's, so, it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be so tight. Oh man. All I'm right. terrified. Like, so, like, 95% of the time, I'm like super cool, like, super ready, like, fuck yeah, gonna be a dad. But then, like, sometimes there's like, Yo, like, how do how do you how do you dad? How do I? How dad? do you dad? You know, so I, I, so I go on like Google. I uh, type in like, how, how do, do you I dad? They're fucking losers. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just like nobody has a fucking. And I'm like, dude, not nah, you. Just the like, worst people <laughs> to learn from is the people who answer fucking <laughs> Yahoo questions. Yeah, or like, I'll tell you how to dad. No, the it's like phone. You're probably not even a fucking dad. So yeah, definitely not. So, like, 5% of the time, I'm, like, ready to go into, like, a full-blown, like, panic attack about it. And then, like, I'm, like, no, it's good. Like, I'm going to be a super tight dad. Like, Chris is going to be a great mom. Chris is going to be a way better mom than you are, dad. But, I mean, you're going to be a great dad. Chris is going to be, like, a the stern parent. Oh, and for I'm gonna sure. Be like, kids are going to be like, hey, I want to go smoke crack. And I'm be like, yeah, wait. Well, how about no, you try coke wait. first? Let's do coke. <laughs> like, you want to do coke? Wait, like, wait, don't, don't, don't. Don't do don't. that. No, no, no. Let me tell not. you a story about the time I tried to smoke crack. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was supposed to be weed. There was weed in the pipe. But turns out it was a crack pipe. It's happened to all of us. So let's not do that. It's kind of dope, though. You know what? Actually, try it out. See what uh, we'll see what happens. We'll put you in rehab. I can afford it. Whatever. It's gonna. I'm. I'm like, cause by the time that we get to do like parent teacher conferences and shit. So dude, I'm so I'm so I'm so fucking stoked. <laughs> I'll You're be having a fucking boy. I'll be like way more heavily tattooed. So it'll. I'll be like tattooed, tattooed. Oh yeah, yeah. And just to walk into the school, people are gonna be like. Bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. I mean, now it's now that that like image is pretty recognizably nor uh, it's normalized. It's, it's way more normalized. Than but it's still. But and like, if we stay around like this area, it's yeah. There's still gonna be that like that look, and then also, but I feel like heavily tattooed parents way fucking better parents because they put everything out in front because they're like yo if my kids see me like this and the the image i put out is you think i'm a bad parent all i want to do is be the better parent that you can be and i the heavily tattoo people yo if you're listening and you don't have you're not heavily tattooed right, that's cool fucking fucking ink up bitch what are you doing but also like you have nothing to lose like and you're not holding anything back you're not putting on this persona of trying to make this like picture perfect like um 
nice house picket fence fucking bullshit thing. No, you're like, no, dude, I let my kid listen to fucking Wu-Tang and Easy e and, you know, fucking the baby and shit. I let him listen to that, and I swear in front of my kid, but that doesn't mean that he's going to grow up swearing and being a fucking bad kid. He He's just going to know right from wrong. I grew up with my parents swearing in front of me all the time, and I knew I could not swear. Yeah. Uh... I swore at your house because, you know, Angie Fred a little different, but uh, you guys were like the first friends I went to the house and you guys swore in front of your parents and I was like, what, that's the thing? Okay, cool, we can do that here. But my dad, <laughs> very, very heavily tattooed, you know, he's a, especially for the 90s, you know, my dad was very heavy tattooed. Especially for a fucking real estate agent. Well, too. he was a titty, titty True. DJ. He, True. My dad, my dad DJed at a titty bar until I was 13. And that's, uh, I have very vivid memories of my mom on the couch sorting money, uh, on the coffee table. She, she was, she would straighten money out on the coffee table and lay it all out. And I remember seeing a bunch of money on there. And, uh, then when it switched, it was, it was weird because it felt like that didn't happen when I watched my dad hide his tattoos in the real estate business. That was something that really impacted me because I wanted to be like my dad. My dad used to draw uh, tattoos on my arms and shit. He would cover my arms in tattoos with markers and shit and temporary tattoos and all that. And I loved it. And then one day he was just like, I'm hiding him. And because he has a he has a dragon on his elbow, and he, I remember him being like he can make it talk. And now I'm looking at your elbow, and you have sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> but like it really it really f- like boggled my mind when he decided to stop caring about that or thinking that it wasn't okay. Yeah, and. What I knew was I wanted tattoos and I wanted, I became a barber for a main reason to have tattoos and do that because I wanted to continue who I was even when I was a parent. I wanted to present myself the exact same way. Hand tattoos, neck tattoos, I'm still the dopest motherfucker to have to have a kid and my kid's super dope and holy fuck you're having a you're having a little boy man cause that's just I mean that's really just the way I see it as is just like to really just parent I'm gonna parent like through love and cause you just that's like literally it sounds so cliche dude but like there's so many like people out there that are just like nasty fucking people it's just like no, dude, like, you gotta show your kid, like, the love that it needs, and it needs to see love, and just grow up, like, knowing that things are good, like, everything is not complete shit, like, so many oh, people... Oh, for sure. So many people think it is, and, like... But there's also these parents, these millennial parents these days that are just like, everything's good, everything's fine. There is a stern point, I feel like you have to... The biggest thing that I... That's like a sheltering thing. Like you gotta like, you but you have to. It won't. It won't happen until your kids like three or four, that you had to make note that, your parent not friend, 
because when, you know, fr from, like, I feel like from, like, 10, 12 to, like, you know, 18 or so, it's very easy for who we are to make it being, like, my kid is my friend, but what it really comes down to is, no, my kid is my kid, and... You gotta pull the belt out sometimes. You gotta pull the belt out sometimes, you know? <laughs> and Facts. But... Also, like, yo, I'm super dope, and I'm a, yo, shout out to Mushrooms, I'm a fun guy, you know, like, you know, didn't you get that joke right there? <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it, like, I got it. We're, like, we're really cool people, but also, my, my biggest thing with, um, uh, way to turn this on to me, but, um, I love my dad but he also didn't raise me to be a full like a, a quote-unquote man you know like didn't teach me some of the things that i feel like damn i gotta teach if i have a boy i gotta teach my dude that like uh you know how to talk to girls or how to get rejected or maybe just like how to get your hands dirty or you know how to dig up like how to cut down a tree with a chainsaw or how to fucking change your oil or fucking you know how to cook a meal you know there's a lot of things that i didn't or even just sternness of being like i wasn't afraid of my pops the way i should have been like i was afraid of my fucking mom my mom was terrifying but being the the way that i would see it be like i want to be intimidated, intimidating, I want to be intimidating, but also oh. being like, intimidating for a while, but the long run being like, my dad is cool as fuck, but also don't fuck around with it. Because there was a certain point when I reached like 16 or so that I was like, I can kick my dad's ass. <laughs> and, but you talk to Fred, not a chance in hell. There wasn't a fucking moment in no, time that you could kick I Fred's I still couldn't kick my dad. Not ass. a chance. Not a no, chance. Uh, no. I might get one good hit, dude, and he's going to come and fucking lay me out. And, yeah. <laughs> Especially uh, now. He's in really good shape right now, too. Oh, yeah. Yo, there, I saw pictures of your pops, dude, and I, I, I was swiping on the Facebook pictures, and I, was, I saw him. I was like, Jesus, fuck. That's Fred? All right. That's, the whole family switched up. I don't that's all the whole fucking that's what well cause my dad was like a, he's a great super dad especially now like super dad always been like a super great provider but like wasn't there you know because he was always working yeah so I just want to be there more than he was yeah and there's definitely certain things like finances and like savings and like shit that schools should teach that they put on the parents that, like, parents really don't teach. We did. I mean, fuck, like, a good example is taxes, though. Taxes. taxes like, I feel like school was like, hey, yo, parents should teach, ta teach taxes, but parents don't even know taxes. No. Um, if I, if I was, if, if I had a kid, if I had a kid in the past any years... Say if like I had a kid like fucking eighteen twenty, he'd be like fucking eight ten, eight or ten now. Yeah. You know, and then a couple of years he'd be like taxes. What are taxes? I'd be like fuck, dude. We should 
probably figure that out because I wouldn't know either. You will figure this out as a team. Yeah, be like, <laughs> yo, if someone comes to the door saying that they IRS, they are not the fucking, they are not the fucking Igloo Resort. Hey, the IRS is here. Oh, hey, well. resort spot. That's not a vacation place we need to go well, to. No, I'm probably going to jail, so. Yeah, we do not want any of that. <laughs> like, fucking things like that. And the way that you're. Well, you grew up different than, like, Riley and Aubrey. But you remember very little, but you also remember being a little bit poor. Not growing up, I didn't fuck. We didn't get well, you, well, living in Detroit and shit. Yeah, when he left the union and like started his own company, that was. But I don't remember like us being because we were still like the only kids on the block. We had a pool and shit, and still were going to like the drive-in movies and shit like that. And that spot because it was ninety six on Evergreen. It wasn't as bad as it is now. Back then, it's a fucking shithole now. But. uh <clears throat> We weren't really broke then, but like 2008, like when that recession hit, that was... That was weird. That was next level fucking... That was weird, man. I... Well, that was... 2008 hit harder for you and like all that... Way harder than me. I mean, so my dad was a real estate agent and it hit him as well. Yeah. But we didn't have materialistic shit like that. And when that happened with you guys, that was something that I didn't know could happen. You know, I didn't know that that was something that... Because you, you think when people have things, that that's theirs. You know, that when... So, for people listening... Uh, can, can we put it in perspective a little bit? Yeah. Like, yeah, so when we were growing up in like 2006 to, uh, like, let's go 2006, at Colin's house, uh, he had a, I mean, we're talking um, in the country on a dirt road, uh, he had a 2,600 to 3,000 square foot house with the basement, <clears throat> a sauna in the basement, pool table, fucking uh, poker room, fucking uh, bathroom in the basement. Then upstairs we had, you know, big screen TV, fucking... Uh, Two family, fo- like a living room, family room. Living room, right? family room, yeah. fucking full pantry, full of food, everything full of food. I mean, when you're talking food, I'm talking $700 worth of food at all times. Uh, then upstairs there was three more bedrooms, a huge fucking master bedroom, and everybody had a nice bed. Everybody had uh, everything they wanted in those rooms you walk outside there was a there was a nice deck with a nice fucking above ground pool but around the deck and then you there was a huge pole barn with um you know a go-kart uh dirt bikes uh quads fucking huge rv a skate park uh in the fucking whole room mini ramp fucking china wall there was so many things here and then at one point in when the recession hit, it was 2008, uh, things started getting taken away. Yeah. And repossession was not something that I understood at that age. And you, there was a lot of things, like the, lost the RV, the, the quad, 
the the they the, they uh like emptied their whole IRA and shit to try to save the house and stuff bankrupt. like that. Bankrupt. Yeah, it was a bank. Yeah. You wrote off to bankruptcy. Yep. That's and after even empty because they had fuck probably like I got goosebumps just like thinking like about 50, 60k in an IRA. And it was just like so crazy to like think about that and then to still see your family stay afloat with like letting everybody still be there and your family still supported all of us hooligans fucking 10, 12 at a time fucking sleeping on your floor and shit. Like, because we didn't have to be, we left the house at like 2000. Because 2009 was like still decent. Like when I graduated, I think we moved out of there like 2010. And then they bought. Where did we have the grad party at? That house. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I think two because that was two thousand nine. Yeah. So I think two thousand ten we, they lost the house. So they lost like this three thousand square foot fucking badass house. They bought a mobile home for. You want to talk about fucking comeback though? Like that bitch is bad now. After fucking we overhauled that bitch and it's super tight. But yeah, so you bought that mobile home. But explain the mobile like you bought a mobile home. Middle of nowhere. Middle no yeah, like not too far away, but put it on this lot pretty much, just on a basement foundation. Uh the mobile home, they bought it in cash, I think it was like five G's. Just your average what did it have? One, two, three. It was like a four bed, two bath mobile home. The kitchen burned out in it, so the whole thing yeah. was like destroyed. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, middle of winter, me and my dad just literally screwing that bitch together. I remember, I mean, it didn't have, we lived in that bitch, and it had a porta potty out back. Oh, yeah. I remember using we the porta potty for a while. We couldn't afford the fucking, I mean, we were, we were broke, like, me and my dad were going around scrapping, like, for grocery money. Yeah, well, I remember the whole entire, because I was there broke. when they were digging out the basement. I mean, Fuck. That shit. If I've you, been there, any, any, I mean, any, I'm not, I ain't been there, but like, I've... There's two things, what, there's two things geez. I think that needs to happen to everybody. You need to almost die, and you need to go, like, completely broke. And then you yeah. figure out who you, like, are as a person. It might have to happen a couple times, too. Because uh, almost dying and being broke, at this moment in my life right now... I feel like I've almost died and went completely broke uh, maybe twice already. You know, um, twice. I've been done some crazy shit, but um, gaining and ob- obtaining a lot of things and ma- and then looking back at everything that you manifested and realizing that you've obtained and conquered a lot of your goals and then having it taken away will change you in a lot of facts even your even your pops like he he that happened to him and then something else happened to him not too long ago and then he's changed completely again now so you know there's you don't stop changing and growing (coughs) as a person but if you if you just if don't keep that in your head, but if you just keep going and and doing what you feel is what is right and trying to manifest your entire destiny, 
And even if it gets taken away, the if it gets taken away, how you come back from that shows how you really are as a person. If you can climb out of a mile deep ditch and still fucking build another mile high. Well, shit, last year, dude, like, because even coming from all that, like, last year for Christmas, the my parents took all of us to, full, like, the whole fam. So, like, it was, like, me, Krista, Aubrey, Nick, Jay, oh, yeah. Riley, my mom and my dad, like, took us all on vacation. That's, like, the, actually the first family vacation we've had in, like, 15 years. And I was like, all right, cool, like, now Dude. things are... Shit, what's my... My dad's, like, 60... He'll be 63, 64 this year. Well, my papa just turned 80. Dude, and... No, another sidetrack, but, like, my girl was just saying that her papa Chuck was... She's like, he's not doing good by... I was like, how old is he? He's, like, 67 or something like that. And, you know, people see these ages as old, or people diet you know 70 73 blah blah or anything like that it's like i don't even see my dad as old yet yeah and my papa is still like i was mowing the lawn and fucking rabbit came out and pissed me off and fucking you know and he's just turned 80 and my grandma's like two years behind him i don't see him as old you know you gotta you gotta realize Age really is just a number at that point. And also, it's the happiness. If you have something to live for, that's what I think it comes down to. If you're if you're still living for a reason, then you will live until your body stops. Uh, there's a lot of things. You know, the biggest fear is fucking cancer right now because everybody dies from cancer and shit because that's what you hear about is everybody from dying from cancer. You don't hear about these people that are dying from just regular old age, but there's more people dying from old age than there are from cancer. But if you just live for something, you know, and you keep life going, then that's what's going to keep you alive. Don't give up Facts. on fucking and just don't give up on shit. Like there's so many things to live for. Even if it's like you want your lawn to look good and you fucking want to make sure your fucking kids are doing good or something like that. Just keep on living for that bullshit. But like, you know, you're about to have a kid, and one thing is, she's about to have it. You're about to have it in this house right here. So this. Even when you you moved in here and you didn't think that it was going to be that big of a milestone, but now you're stepping into a milestone where this is going to be the first place that your kid knows his house, you know, and you're now going to start making memories for somebody else, which is fucking nuts because... Which is just nuts. Wild. Like, because our memories mean so much to us. Our memories means so like so much like you don't realize how much a memory means to somebody until you grow to about i want to say like 25 and then you start looking back on that i want to say at least a third of your life 
you know, and uh, you start looking back at those 25 years and you remember the first thing that you remember and it's like, what house did I live in? What was I doing? Who was around? What did I have? And that's what you're starting. It's tight. It's tight, dude. It's I think tight. that shit's super tight. It's I, myself, am not having a kid, and I don't see myself having a kid. Like I said, um, when you have your second kid, you let me know, and maybe I'll fucking... I'll just dump one in <laughs> my girl, and that's not a good way to say it, but, you know, just... Like, there's right. no good there's no romantic way to be like yo yeah. we're trying to have a kid it's like yeah I'm fucking what'd you do come inside her how'd that feel it felt great I'm just cream pieing you just every co- single night so. just cream pie and fucking hold it in stay in there <laughs> that's it stay in there we can't have there's no romantic it's not romantic it's not a romantic thing <laughs> you know shout out to the girls that just fucking just let us hey Girl, baby, Taylor, I love you. And thanks for, you know, letting me fucking dump in you once a month. That's what I get, we get like once a month. Because she ain't ovulating, you know. We got a chart. You got, stay, the, you got the flow chart. We stay with the chart. Oh, yeah. After, the, like, she's like, off a period. And she's like, I'm done with my period. I'm like, time to dump. <laughs> 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 the day after she's done, dude, I'm fucking. That's it. Rainbow and, Six, going dark. And going dark. I fucking. I just. And it's so great. And then the next day, we look at each other, and she's like, you want to do it again? I'm like, yeah, but without that. But like, I would love to, but I can't because, well, I'm. I could totally do it. I could support and run it, all that shit. But um, not my time. You know, not your time. Not my time. I'm here for you, and you got a little fucking baby boy coming, dog. And Uncle Lou. Uncle Lou, dog. Dude, a, a whole ass child. Shout out to yeah. yo. Shout out to women, cause like. Shout out to women. Cause I don't like I. As men, like, we don't get to experience... Anything. Any of this. Like, no. we literally just... Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you have a kid. And then we... Spank it. Have you ever been to a wave pool? <laughs> so, have been to Rolling Hills... Rolling Hills wave pool, you're like... Hey, so you're in that, like... You can go to the slide, you can go to the kitty area, there's a bunch of shit, but then there's, like, that bell that, ra- that rang as... Oh, and everybody screaming, screamed and you went to the weight pool. That's what it's like when you like, as a guy having a kid, I feel like. It's like our time to shine. So it's like, yo, so <laughs> every time that bell rings, it's like another moment. Like that bell rings for the wave pool. It's like, oh, I just came inside her. That was great. Uh, uh. But she has to stay inside that wave pool area the entire time. But we get to go and have fun on the slide, go to the concession stand, maybe go get some sun. And then the fucking bell rings again. <laughs> yeah oh my god that's her fucking popping it out and we're like oh my god i'm so great that's happened again and then she has it and she's gotta watch it and blah blah, blah in the wave pool still and then you're still <laughs> you're out having stuff but you might want to go in there again go into the deep end see how she's doing and stuff here and there go get another hot dog or something go get some sun waves come again boom 
He's graduating kindergarten. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my God, I'm still here. It's great. Then you leave again. Go get another hot dog. That's what it's like. And, you know. Which is just like insane. It's just crazy. It's just like. It, it, that's just human nature, I feel like, because she has to stay in the wave pool. She, I mean, if she doesn't stay in the wave pool, the fucker's going to drown. And right. you can't have the fucker drown. And if she leaves the wave pool and she goes and rides a slide, then you're there. But as soon as you're there, you're you're there. Like and then now we ended up somewhere else. Now she comes back to the wave pool. Now you're taking now you're taking him to the baby's frisbee. Baby's gone. Baby's gone. <laughs> Where the baby go? I don't know. Baby's gone. Baby baby's it's gone. It's like that it's like that way just like like birds, fucking any birds. mammal. That's, Who, what bird? That's what the mama bird. <laughs> the only time mama bird leaves is when she goes to oh, get yeah, food. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was like... I mean, I'm just what, like... You the, getting like, the bird? Out of, like, everybody. Like, that's just, like, how it is. And, yeah. And then, I, like... It's... That's what it is. And... But if guys could get pregnant, there, there wouldn't be no babies. Oh, not a chance. No. If guys get pregnant, dude, we would stop everything. We... I'm human. like, did you come in me? Here, catch these hands. Catch these hands. <laughs> catch these hands. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I go to CVS and grab Plan B fucking so quick. Girls be like, I'll get it in the morning. I'll be like, all right, catch you later. I'm going to go grab that. And then you go back to your fucking apartment and be like, I'm going to go make an omelet, take my Plan B and fucking. Here's a, here's a side story. So 4th of, 4th of July, I got fucking wasted. Like, what happened 4th of July? Did we... Did we I was screaming that whoever was lighting the fireworks off were fucking dog shit. Oh, that was... I was, we shooting, got, I was shooting bows. I got fucked up 4th of July. At the you showed up and I was already fucking shit-faced. Oh, yeah, because we started shooting... Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yep. so I got wasted. So I, I get on Twitter that night and I said, yo, about to cream pie my girl. <laughs> <laughs> It hit me back in five months. <laughs> so I do that. Hell yeah. Dude, I had never been to CVS so fucking fast the next morning. And then like two months later, we're like, nah, fuck it, let's have a good. Damn. <laughs> we talk about it. Because I was like, I was like, yo, I want to pay off some of like, my credit cards and shit. Like, it's, it's not a good time. So I was... Buying it, dude. So like, you get weird ass looks when you're buying Plan B pills. I've never bought them. <laughs> yo, that's a fifty dollars you don't want to spend. Uh, I just give her money. Uh, yo, <laughs> I could have a punch card. I'm not proud of. Very heavy right now. Now I think about it. Uh, the Plan Bs and abortions that are in my fucking um my timeline of. So everything that, Lewis, everything that you've done, you know, um, I don't know, uh, just, yeah, that's just not a good area right there to talk about. Um, I, I could have an orchestra. I could have a big band playing in my name right now. But we're not going to, we're not, we're not having that. And I've never done any of it. Shout out to the girls that have had my abortions and just fucking completely lost contact with me. Fucking y'all real as fuck. Real, real, <laughs> real as fuck. It don't, it don't, I've never had a girl have an abortion, but I might have kids out there. Uh, and if you do, it's well. like that one girl 
Yo, shout out to my fucking deadbeat biological dad who's never contacted me. You're a piece of shit. Once I see you, I've said it a million times. I'll find, I'm gonna find you. As soon as I find you, one punch to the face. After that, maybe we can talk, but like a good fucking rock to the jaw just to let you know. And then after that, I'll be like, hey, uh, you the pops, but like not my pops because my pops is like raised me and he was fire as fuck and he did a great job. But like the dude that like made me, fuck you. You get a rock to the jaw, but also like I'm going to find you <laughs> one day. I say that all the time. I'm 20, fuck, almost 28. Like, I give a fuck anymore. I don't care. You are about to be 28. Bitch, you're 28. I am 28. 30's right around the corner, bro. Yo, I'm so excited for 30. Yo, 30's a new 20. So, it's gonna be so lit. That Jay-Z song's gonna play all day long through the house, bro. Yo, we're doing something big for your 30th. We're doing something big for my 30th. And then... I mean, after that, I might as well go sober because I'm not really going to top anything after that. What am I talking about? I ain't going sober, motherfucker. I ain't. <laughs> Truly, you, y'all going to be around? Truly, you staying around? Truly going to be around. Or it's going to be kind of, it's going to be falsely. It's going to gonna come up. It's going to be like, falsely, we had we to change the name because truly, we were lying. I was telling Riley, I was like... Cause she's like getting ready. She's getting into high school parties and stuff like that. Cause she's like old now. Cause yeah. she's old now. Yeah. And I was like, you were so lucky. Like we had four locos and fucking brunettes. You get trulies and white claws. Like, could you imagine we had white claws in high school? Dude, it just give me some fireball when I was in high school, dude. Like, Anything, dude. We had fucking. We were drinking Boone's Farm and Burnett's. I can't and, drink Captain Morgan anymore because when I was turned sixteen, I started drinking that and Soco and fucking five o'clock and cases of fucking bushwood. Y'all think y'all, y'all, y'all little kids ain't even know what's good with drinking <laughs> anymore, man. Y'all, y'all got good weed. Y'all got good booze. Oh, we were smoking Reggie Pack. Yeah, you ever spent five on a blunt and got a blunt and a wrap <laughs> and picked the seeds out, motherfucker? And picked the fucking seeds. Y'all More never, seeds y'all never than your seed. age, dog. I'm talking, I picked out fucking 20 seeds out of a fucking gram. Dog. Pop, 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 like snap, crack on pop shit, dude. I could have added milk to that shit and it would have fucking made a cereal bowl. Okay, boomer. Damn straight. <laughs> Five. We're a weird ass age, bro, because we're not like we're boomers to those kids, but we're like not even close to being a fucking boomer. Nineties, nineties was a good age, man. Nineties was dope. We still played with our bikes and didn't have cell phones, but we were fucking. We had shit weed and drank Boone's Farm. We saw the we saw the fucking we we saw the wave of text messaging become what it is. Which is something that I will stand by. I saw text messaging from the beginning. You saw text messaging from the beginning. You know, fucking semicolon D was winky face with a big smile. And shit, like, you know, that shit happened with the fucking one through nine fucking keep it. (laughs) And... Dude. That was... I don't even, like, you can't even... I can't even... I know when I got my first like QWERTY keyboard, but just like thinking about was, like not having one is that's fucking 
that that's another that's another conversation for that's a whole other podcast that's a uh, boomer talk let's um let's end this boy yeah we're like an hour 40 uh end this boy having a baby boy having a baby boy strip clubs are full of stinky pussy strippers stinky pussy strippers and crybaby bitches 2020 is so, the year of execution yeah we got a lot of plans for that um this is episode whatever. Thanks for listening, everybody. Think- Casket call. You know, this is episode eight. Is it eight? Yeah. I think it is. Uh, and we're looking forward to doing one every week. And we're going to have videos coming up soon. With soon. That. Soon. So, In a uh, new place. Love you guys. SGBLTD. Forever. See you next week. Peace.